0: The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11 is here. RX11
1: is everything you need to fix, enhance, and polish your audio for music and content creation.
0: Colton Culture listeners get 10% off by using the code FRET10. That's code FRET10, F-R-E-T-1-0, at isotope.com for the new RX11. Kid okay, now also has a motherfucking app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can now get an additional 30% off
1: if you go to distrokid.com forward slash VIP forward slash cult.
0: That's distrokid.com forward slash VIP forward slash cult. Or you can get it in the App Store.
1: people. 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 people.
0: Welcome to episode fourteen of the Colton Culture Podcast. This episode features uh, two prominent members of the San Diego Black Panther Party, uh, Robert War and Henry Wallace. Um, man, this is a this is a huge one. Uh, I, I don't I don't even know where to start. <laughs> yeah, uh, I met them at this uh, town hall meeting in City Heights, um, just like a like a community town hall meeting, kind of in relation to the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, but there was a, a, couple, a couple Panthers that, that spoke. And uh, one of them I had recognized from back when I lived in Barrio Logan. But then also just like maybe from my teenage years just mm-hmm. as an activist in San Diego. And I, I, I recognized one of the dudes. So just hit them up and, and they were they were totally open to it. it and it was a trip like kind of sharing um, like what, you know, what we are. Like, we're you know, we're Planet B and we do this podcast, Cult and Culture. And yeah. here's the episode. Do you want to do this thing? And, you know, I think they like – i think they like kind of were like what the fuck like yeah (laughs) your last the last dude was a satanist you know and i was like i don't know we're just down for like cool shit man they were it was great like
1: yeah unfortunately we weren't able to cover nearly enough you know (laughs) like i mean it could have topics endless. we scratched
0: the surface and that was was it in an hour yeah fuck it's over so yeah um well without further ado um episode 14 episode 14 robert war and henry wallace of the black panther party my introduction to the the panther party like comes through punk rock for me and it was like going to the che cafe at ucsd there's a big angela davis mural and i was working as a as a as like when i was like 15 16 with the revolutionary communist party as part of the revolutionary communist youth brigade so like i was really like kind of tuned into like you know politics especially for like a young teenager so I, I I started like seeing a lot of things and also back then in San Diego you know we had a lot of we had a huge skinhead problem like huge neo-nazi problem which we still unfortunately have so so my my education um you know I guess is somewhat limited pre pre um internet you know but like I was really um intrigued with trying to like figure out like certain elements of 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 activism and and the Black Panther Party was impressive but for me, um, you know, as like a as a white dude or whatever, I was I was I kind of like was like, oh, there's this other thing like the Weather Underground was really impressive, right. or like the mm-hmm. Pink Panther movement or the Pink Panther, I guess party no, or not the Pink Panther, the White Panther. But there was also the Pink Panther, which was like gay activists that were like yep. in no, the part of that. I heard of them. Yeah,
1: I've never heard of the uh, Pink Panther. Yeah. Is that right? It's a
0: true thing. Well,
1: excuse me, I'm gonna have to do my research. <laughs> I I uh y'all I, uh, I threw heard, something in the mix. I, heard I ain't them, heard. But, uh but I I hadn't ever Panthers. discussed them. Yeah. <laughs> the White Panthers and the Grey Panthers was the only Panthers I heard outside of the So Black what's the
0: Grey Panthers? The Grey Panthers?
1: Panthers was the senior citizens that wow. was being marginalized back in those days. They were under attack. So were they black senior
0: citizens or just all just senior citizens? citizens. That's crazy. California was under
1: attack by uh, some. uh, uh, I guess you would call them liberal. Lawmakers at that time okay. that was looking at a utopia for the senior citizen oh. by having them to quit work uh-huh. at 55, 60 years old oh. and just back up and get in uh, uh, rocking chairs. So, so was it basically. like a,
0: a class? struggle for them was that was that the yeah agenda? it, it yeah. became
1: a struggle because a lot of them refused to go straight to the rocking chair yeah of course they wanted to work as long as they i mean wanted especially to at
0: that age 55 you said that's yeah ooh,
1: 55 that's 60 years i'm just yeah. giving a number yeah yeah okay but it was for senior citizens and they were going to take away their driving privileges wow So they were saying that at a certain age, you are no longer able to drive. And they were trying to actually pass laws at that time to restrict the senior citizens from participating. So what year was that? This was, uh, I guess, in the uh, mid-60s, okay. l- late 60s, and uh, they were fighting <laughs> mad because their rights was being taken, sure. taken away. Uh-huh. So they became what's called the Great Panthers. If you ever get a chance, Google it up. And okay. yeah, it's, it's, so they worked it.
0: with the Black Panther Party? Yeah. Oh, huh, interesting. Yeah. So, what about the White Panther Party then? That was white, like... White.
1: The White Panther Party started off with young students mm-hmm. that wanted to uh, join the Black Panther Party. So they approached Huey Newton mm-hmm. to, to get into the party, said, no, this is a black struggle. So we have to stay focused on that. But if you want to help us... You can yeah. by formulating your own organization.
0: Uh-huh. So was that any way tied into the Weather Underground? Not at all. No, okay, so, um, man, can you so let's jump ahead then, or maybe I don't know if it's jumping ahead, but can you differentiate between the Black Panther Party and the new Black Panther Party? Because that's oh
1: definitely. You do know. you consider your guys' and,
0: and let me jump on that with you. organization? Yeah. Huh? Do what like what, are you part of the Black Panther Party or part of the new Black Panther Party? Because there seems to be like certain people saying that it has to be like s- stated that there's two different mm-hmm. things. You see my face, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would I be considered new?
1: <laughs> no, the new Black Panther Party is a uh, uh, is a uh, takeoff of the original Black Panther Party, where the original Black Panther Party started off um, just uh, serving the needs of black people. Well, the new Black Panthers got a twist on that, and they uh basically the same thing. It's about black people only, you see. Whereas the original Black Panther Party years ago evolved into a very uh, political party when they realized that our struggle mirrored other my uh, uh, marginalized groups struggle, such as the senior citizens, such as the American Indians, okay. yeah. such as the Mexicans, such as uh, uh, the poor whites in the Appalachian Mountains. So our are basically our thoughts and our program started switching over to we need to unify with these other groups uh-huh. and we can all address our issues sure. before the government and the people of the world. So... Uh, the new Black Panthers, he would know more about their politics, but on the surface, from what I've seen, is they are a takeoff of the very beginning of the Black Panther Party. Okay, and like I said, the original Black Panther Party evolve in their theories and and how they would approach the struggles that we have today.
0: I mean, it's a different, obviously. Yeah, you know, different world, same were similar struggles. Because I mean, I think like a, a big criticism, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, of the Black Panther Party originally was was dealing with like misogyny, right? Because it wasn't set up for like men uh, to be like sort of, I don't know, in the patrolling the streets and like it didn't. It was it was it like exclusive of women taking. Part in the part party?
1: No, the the women took part in the party. Believe it or not, from what what even if the Black Panther Party had that mindset, uh-huh. the women came in strong. And the also, women... we're
0: talking about a completely different era. Like so, uh, right. there, there wasn't the same sort of like social changes that we're that we've experienced in the last however many years. Right, years, it know, was so. a
1: different world back in totally. those days where men was the dominant all yeah. yeah. uh, gender. Yeah, but as we brought the women in and the women became part of the Black Panther Party, we started evolving. See, that's the difference in the original Black Panther Party. Okay. We evolved because we started, as we grew, we learned that we need to address the women's issues too. That's another So struggle. as we went along, it didn't, it didn't, was a man or woman thing, it was comrade. Uh, I didn't say, you know, your soul sister. We said soul sister, but that was on the surface of it. The real thing is that we are comrades in the struggle together. So that's why you see the pictures of the women had guns and babies, yeah, as well as the men had guns and all. Because we evolved because of the education level. You gotta understand the Black Panther Party was many moving parts, many moving parts. You had those that was educated students. You had professional people come in there. You had people straight out the military came up in there and you had people straight off the streets. So you had a bunch of different people in there and they came together on the guys that we had to straighten out the situation. That is still predominant today of being disrespected as a people. See, and so we grew to accept women as our equals, even though we knew that we still man and woman, we accepted as equal because she could shoot just as well as a man sure. can. You see, so she had my back, and I had her back. Yeah, and that's why you see the illustration by uh, uh um he was our Emory our Douglas. illustrator Emery Douglas yeah. that he had these all these pictures that showed a unifying force between a man and a woman. Sure so we recognized the fact that they they was just as much in the struggle as we
0: were so i mean for me like growing up too i would obviously like in a different era than than when you did but right. it was it was important me to for me to see like you know and especially like like geographically or whatever like and and you know so close to los angeles or, or whatever but like at ucsd seeing like the mural when i was a child of angela davis and then like researching her and seeing this woman like speaking at like she gave that speech at madison square gardens i think right. like behind bulletproof glass i mean glass that was like wild to see as a kid and so like try to wrap my head around what race relations were or like racial injustices were you know i mean i was like i'm talking like i think i was like 13 or 14 i'm just like what is going on like there's this thing that like you know i felt some sort of um I don't even know. I don't. I don't know what the right word is. But re- regardless, like it, that was my introduction. Like uh, was like the female Black Panther, right? You know. Members. But now,
1: the, 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 you know, and I know we hold in the conversation is no structure really to what we're talking about. But if you look at the Weather Underground, the women of that, it was a mirror of the Black Panther Party. But, yeah. but they were white. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And those women was on equal par with the men. Sure. They would set more bombs than the men's <laughs> yeah. back in the day. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about they were bombing but they also government had, buildings yeah. and everything else. So and they had real names that was called out. Yeah. You know, on the FBI most wanted list and they were demonized and this and because nobody took the time, especially in White America, to pull the fairy tale lenses off their eyes uh, to see what was going on in this country. Yeah. And yes, especially it.
0: then, too, I think like women were probably like especially with the 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 weather underground they were they were able to infiltrate because no one would suspect a, a yeah. woman well, to go plant a bomb right you know? and well, with, whites they the, didn't want to bleed yeah, it was, they yeah. had to
1: take those fairy tale lands yeah. off, you know yeah. everything's sunny, we're fine, Johnny. And, and get a little joey and <laughs> let's go to Malibu yeah. and have a big old steak yeah. dinner. And, yeah. You know, we don't have no financial problems, so we can't relate to those people down there. They uh, they down there, they trying to rob us and take what we got, we earned this. Yeah. But they didn't understand that there was a system that was holding those other people back where they couldn't make a living or anything like that, thanks to the capitalist system that we have. And like I always tell people, I have nothing against capitalism other than the fact that it should be fair. Well, that's not, I mean,
0: I guess there's like, there is progressive capitalism, right? I mean, it's, but it's set up, you know, it is set up for white supremacy, right? I mean, at least the capitalism that we experience on this planet or yeah. at least in America, it's for sure. In it's America,
1: foundation. Foundation. Yeah, and Europe, whoever controls the powers in those various countries yeah. is the ones that would get the money. And so those powers that's above the governments of the world uh, dictates what should happen in each country. And so over here, they dictated that the white European uh, ancestors, the ancestors of the white European will be the ones that be the dominant force in this country. And we're going to make sure that they have a little, a little more than the others. Then that way we make the others and them fight for whatever. And then we're going to tell the people that we give more to that those people is your
0: enemy it's the concept Man. of teaching to hate downwards yeah like oh you're oppressed but hate the other people that are below you right i mean we see right. that right now with all of you like, especially with Trump the, supporters. the other
1: ones that's working in the yeah. field so and, and, yeah. it's w- the same
0: thing they did with the
2: slaves i would say too you got to what you have to look at with capitalism is where it it, it begins to fall short is is just say one person has a real good angle on it and, and is able to make a wealth of a of, of money from that standpoint, there's no restrictions as to how much land, resources, and wealth you can obtain. So it, it what happens is a person can buy, you know, thousands, thousands of acre, buy all kinds of property and can consolidate. And at that point now all of a sudden you have monopolized the situation and from that from there people trying to just use just use basic economics to get into the system. Like your small mom and pop businesses, they can't compete. It sure. Can. And so the deal is, is restrict the restricted not having ability to have restrictions, is what opens up the floodgates for corruption. And and then that ends up being what dominates in in a capitalist society from that standpoint. And and that's what we can't control. So how do you prevent that? Because at that point, I have enough money now to buy politicians, lobbyists, and everything else. And so, by the time the small little guy tries to make, you know, get uh get their foot in the door, then they basically are, are stuck. They can only get so far.
0: So it's it's crazy because like at the town meeting we went to, they were speaking about like supporting black owned businesses. This is the first time I've ever like really seen that mm-hmm. on like a on a large scale where people are saying this, and yeah. it's and it's in every facet, even like. Today, like with the distribution company for the record label I run, we got an email saying like these are black owned businesses or black run right. record label you right. know, like labels. Like, check it out. That's the first time I've ever seen that. But the problem is, the business structure is 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 is, is messed up, right? Because mm-hmm. like, isn't they're living on string budgets? They can't compete. The banks. Yeah. We gotta watch who you know, because even like when when like when the George Floyd protest first started. In San Diego, they burnt the banks down in, right. in Lemon Grove. And and it's it's interesting to think like I don't I don't, you know, want destruction of property or whatever, but like if we're gonna burn stuff down, that's a symbol of something right there. That's that, the reason it was
2: burnt down. Yeah. I know, symbology. but
0: I, 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 and I agree with you and I, and I, it's a, it's a, but I, well, I didn't, I had nothing to do with it. I'm just I, no, it no, 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 but what you said though. <laughs> I got to make sure that's no. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that was just the symbology of the, of the system.
0: I was so. there when it, I saw it happen. I was out there. I, I was amazed. I was in my that, bed. But I don't know that, like, I don't really know that. I don't know. Anyhow, I'm going off topic. Go so, there. Go there. go there. <laughs> well, my the point is what it. I'm trying to say is like when people are saying like support black owned businesses, that's so righteous and it seems really, really important and relevant right now. But we got to understand like who's supporting those businesses or who's funding those businesses. It's the white banks. That's the problem, I think. So who's like- Who's funding what businesses? People like business loans. They're called, black businesses? Where are they getting loans from? What black-owned bank is there? Usually they're getting it
1: from under their mattress. Yeah, that, that's because that, banks the ain't never been the friend of the black that's, community when it come down to investment. I they mean, go, maybe
0: credit unions because that's they sort redline
1: of the, our businesses. Yeah. in our in our neighborhoods, our insurance rates is to the roof yeah. when you get a business. Yep. When it come down to business loan. You cannot expect the banks to give you nothing because they always want to know how much collateral you got, how what you got, what do you own, so that if you fail, then we give you this money. And they won't do that with a lot of the whites that's out in nice little areas and oh, sure. stuff like that, but they will do it to blacks and minorities, especially blacks. You can count on your hand how many black businesses will survive this pandemic right now. And this pandemic right now is being used to clean up a lot of financial mess and everything. There's going to be a lot of businesses that go under black, white, Hispanic, this and that. And they want to start all over because I do believe that it's a possibility that they have a cure for this. But capitalism tend to clean its own little house up when they do, certain people they don't want in the game. Sports. You keep the people sick, and yeah. you can manipulate them any kind of way you can. So it's the time that they're going to eventually release a way that people could go back to their normal life somewhat. But right now, I think that they're using it against us at this point. You know, and and that's a whole different story. Back to but, the
0: major capitalism issue, because right. even like when they had the first, um, the ba- the like the, the the loans that they were giving out, or not the the, the forgiveness loans, right? Wasn't it? and like yeah. that like Guess Ruth's Chris them. Steakhouse, or like yeah. you know, all these like huge like. Corporate businesses, like publicly right. traded businesses, got mm-hmm. the money. Yeah, Whenever the dollars. government
1: give out money in 9 to tens, the majority it goes to big business. Yeah, and
0: one That's of the things hard. I want to
2: make sure you you know as well is oftentimes what a lot of the even major corporations are do, and you find this is a lot. This is a loophole. Is is sometimes they will have a minority CEO. By having a minority CEO, it opens them up to receive minority type a funding right. that will put them in the category of a minority small business or a mm-hmm. minority business. Uh-huh. So now this large corporation is using a front piece, a minority front piece, in order to have access to both sides. Of the funding, which would normally go to a black business that is up and trying should to make to. it, it normally, should go to not normally. Yeah, but should go should, to. but so, that's the shell game. Yeah, it's a they shell game. They play the yeah. shell game, you see, and that's what cuts so, us out of it as well. Is is they're they're doing all they're they're basically just using all of the you know all of the loopholes and all of the ways that they can to keep that money in that in that corporation or funding the large corporations. So even with that, they basically re- reroute and utilize minor, quote-unquote minority benefits to fund them.
1: And the only reason why they're talking about funding black businesses now is going back to what you said about burning up banks. Going back 50 years ago of when they had riots and stuff like that, basically burned up the neighborhoods, uh-huh. you see. Now the new younger generation is getting smarter they're attacking capitalism at its core heel which is their little bank that they cipher, they give money out to who they want to give it to so once you start burning up your walmarts targets and and banks and stuff like that then they want to come to the table and throw a dog a bone.
0: But let's face it, that, all those places have insurance, so they're they, not. It's not like targets like suffering. I mean, not at all. Yeah. But yeah.
1: just the fact that you starting to burn out. See, they didn't have revolutions before uh, that happened in Europe, like France and Russia and places like that, and they took a big loss because the people rose up and took control of the government, which was in the hands of the super rich. And so when you do that, then the super rich is on the run. They're going to try and find a way to get that money back. And if, if we start biting at the, the capitalist heels as far as banks and stuff like that, then they start wanting to throw you a bone. They want to sound, well, let's Black Lives Matter, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. And they wasn't talking about it until the goddamn Chase Bank got burned down, until Walmart got burned down. Like I said, I do not condone that type of violence at all. But I do know from what I have seen over the years that that seems like the only way they wanna to talk to you. They'll pull the police dog back and everything. They tell the police, y'all better stop doing what you're doing down there, because we losing money up here. Yeah. If you want to keep yeah. getting your little the donations from the us, you need to start trying to make some reforms. Mm-hmm. You see, the the police is the first one they throw under the bus. The same people <laughs> that they sent at us. That I mean, disrespect they're the troopers. That,
0: they're the stormtroopers yeah. that go out for yeah. the the you know the yeah, fascist
1: they, dictatorship. They doing yeah. it for they doing sure. it for the rich. Yeah, yeah. And now the rich telling them, y'all need to sit down and start negotiating and making some, some changes.
0: I mean, let's be honest, like. There's a reason why people say ACAB, you know, because they are all bastards. They're taking this job, and maybe there is a good cop, but it's part of this larger system that's rotten to the core. So rotten to so, the and core. The crazy thing is, like, I, I don't know, that, like, most people, most cops you see out on the street, like, they're not paid enough to, to fuck over everybody else, you know? They're right. not paid enough to, like, destroy people's lives or their, you know... But they did. And they, and they do. They
1: did did they've been doing this for 400 years since slavery and they came out of the slavery back in the day and they still had that mentality that they can control those blacks well it's the
2: overseer Uh, returning to the officer right became became the same they worked for the slave
1: master back then and they still had that same mentality that they now i've seen changes in the system of how they do things now, what you have is vigilantes within the system, and uh, uh, I believe that we need laws and with law enforcers, but with the understanding that you serve the people. You, the people and there's don't repercussions serve if you,
0: you screw up and do some shit and like hurt yeah. someone or yep. kill someone. But well, behind. I talked
1: to a bunch of them when they're long ago when the, they DeLongo, kill Al- the, Alpha yeah. Longo, mm-hmm. i walked down into their staging area where they were staged in the apartment buildings in el cajon and talked to them and let them know that you know i seen changes in your system and i said for the most part i'd see that you guys are a little bit more respectful than you was in in my day Uh, i said but what you have is vigilante officers within your ranks and you know about them but you don't say nothing about them and then when the shit hit the fan then all of a sudden you guys want to go out there and brutalize people because you let this one vigilante go out there and take people's lives i said you have the power to make the change if you stand up and and tell your superiors about this asshole you got right next to you. I say that Maybe you won't have to do do the things that you're doing now.
0: But the but that the the person that does stand up to the asshole is going to lose their job. They're going to probably get retaliation and by some. No. Know, well, now I'm not justifying them. No, I think no, they, no. Should just, they shouldn't be a cop in the first right. place. They shouldn't you know, be a you, cop you, in if they're yeah. a coward
1: like yeah. that. If they're a coward, to let a a, a, a vigilante in there that could set it off with his racist views sure. or how he deal yeah. with people, just like they caught the three cops the other day on the radio. What what was that day? They, they they had the car monitored or, or, or tapped, and they heard what them buttholes were saying about uh, <laughs> trying to kill people, let, it, let, it, let them bring it, let them bring it, oh, we're yeah. going to kill them, yeah. we're going to slaughter yeah. them, Let's we see, need a, a war to yeah. wipe out all those Negroes. Yeah. Let yeah. me let yeah. me
2: jump in on this too, and, and tie, that, tie this into the difference between kind of going back to your first one of your questions about the new Black Panther Party, mm. because for instance, even dealing with law enforcement. There was a careless cases in Dallas, Texas, where we dealt with law, uh, in uh, police officers being fired because they had dreadlocks. Whoa,
0: okay. So,
2: going into that, we actually had officers being discriminated within the police department mm-hmm. that actually came to the black, the new Black Panther Party, to help get the word out because they were basically getting fired because of their hair,
1: mm-hmm. Of, mm-hmm. of
2: just having dreadlocks yeah. on the force. Mm-hmm. So even going back to what you're saying. When you have good law enforcement or, or ones that 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 try to do their job to serve the community they're up against a an infrastructure that yeah. just does not support them mm-hmm. and then also tying that into what was uh, the difference between why the new black panther party took more of a, a isolated approach as, as far as at the uh, race goes was because for instance it was started in dallas texas i grew up i got my start in the new black panther party and it was founded in 1989 by aaron michaels the deal is, is when I grew up, we used to uh, go to Klan rallies in the community toward just to be able to throw something at them. So we had active <laughs> Klan meetings, Klan rallies, and marches in Dallas, Texas. Uh-huh. Yeah. On up through, I want to say, I think it stopped in the mid-80s. But literally, just active Klan rallies. And, and even up into the 90s, I would go places and fleet flyers. When I lived, even when I lived in Florida, in Orlando, Florida, I saw people act Klan members actively recruiting in their hoods. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. We're talking '90s and the year 2000s. That's now. happening yeah. in
0: Oceanside, in San Diego. Yeah, Good. but I'm
2: saying it's a norm. It's a normal thing. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah. So in Dallas, Texas, there was more of a polarization between mm-hmm. black and white than what you see out here on the West Coast. I've gotten pulled over by cops. Me, pulled over by cops, called niggas. Pulled over by cops and unjustly see, uh, dealt with search, you know, uh, searching my vehicles and stuff like that. And this is we're talking 90s and, and 2000s. So these kind of things go on. And then mm-hmm. if you remember an incident in in uh, in uh, Texas, in Jasper, Texas, where yeah. you had a James Byrd Jr. Who got his head uh, decapitated from getting drugged behind mm-hmm. a vehicle? When we went to that town as a new Black Panther party, that town was still dealing with uh, elements of segregation. Mm-hmm. You hear me? Uh, segregation. Uh, to where mm-hmm. You had segregated cemeteries. Blacks got buried on this side. Whites on this side. And we're talking now. We're talking in in in, in, in 1990s. Uh-huh. You see what I mean? So yeah. it was it was a in, in completely different environment. That sprouted up some of the that that mentality out of the New Black Panther Party, mm-hmm. starting in the in the South and dealing with those issues in the Deep South, and going into one of the things about the police department, real quick, on what we have to look at, and we're talking about capitalism, mind you. Most structures are operating off of a uh, we need to make sure our profits exceed the next year that oh, yeah. they do this year. Police departments are ran the same way. So from that standpoint a law enforcement officer are expected to write tickets. They're expected to arrest people they are expected mm-hmm. to bring more money in next year for the, the, uh, the structure than they did the previous year because they need to what refund, they want to fund and get better vehicles, Fund and get better equipment, fund the entire system. So yeah. as a result of that, how can you expect an officer to go out and just simply make sure there's, you know, just basically in, intertwine within the community and just not arrest because they have to arrest, they have to write tickets, they have to do something that's going to bring money to the department. So that is one of the breakdowns when you look at the justice system because the officer can't just simply be a friend to everybody.
1: the minority. Yeah,
2: and
0: then there's like the private um prisons which is which It's is all insane. part of the system. Yeah,
2: See, so sure. the thing is is that officer is expected to money, be money, to, money. they're expected to be at the front <laughs> end making sure this whole system runs. Now, obviously, that's not necessarily written down in paper, but this is what is expected. Mm-hmm. If you're not writing tickets, then you're going to get talked to. If you don't, if you're not arresting people, if you're not pulling people over, then do, you're not doing your job because the, the entire system is based upon you incarcerating people, you writing tickets, you are putting fines out. So mm. the deal is, is it, it crosses beyond that barrier of just simply serving the community, so to speak, as the logos say, into where you have to create levels of enforcement and, and levels and find problems. You have to basically so find something.
1: Some of them is a Klux Klan. And Well, yeah, that yeah, too. Them, they, you them, they, know, they that's they, obviously what we're yeah, dealing with, they, but they, they, so, from a
2: corporate perspective, I mean, from right. a capitalism perspective, what I'm getting at. Right. So what happens is why not target a black community because they're already deemed as going to be the ones that's going to be committing crimes so most of most of the the the, the policing is targeting black communities because look at it from this perspective we have to cre- make our budgets we have to create this revenue stream if we go out and attack the poor and minorities they don't know how to get attorneys they don't know how to fight these battles they're going the to just basically just gonna yeah, they're going to they gonna me just me. accept the system and they're just going to be uh, okay, plea—they're going to take plea bargains. And
0: they can't pay fines.
2: They can't pay fines, so yeah, they yeah. are—they become the target because they are easy prey, uh-huh. and yeah. so that's the part that you—that ties in the capitalism and the racism at the same time. Yeah, and that's what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So it's just an uphill battle because you're dealing with both elements coming together, targeting the prey.
0: So back to the the because you, you were kind of maybe bridging the new Black Panther Party back with the. Original Black Panther Party is it no. still two separate entities? Or yes, is two separate. Entities? Yeah, uh, they're, they're
2: two separate entities because basically the new Black Panther Party was established on some of the elements and principles, most of the elements and principles of the of the original party. But again, going back to the what was taking place in Dallas, Texas at the time was you had high levels of police brutality, uh-huh. you had high levels of racist blanket racism that was just happening. And mind you, again, it started in Dallas, Texas. One of the things about Texas is Texas has always been a a pro gun state. So being a pro gun state, dealing with police brutality, what was the best example that you could deal with when you see that law enforcement are going after people unjustly? Mm. Man up and weapon
1: up. And weapon up. And so
2: when we the examples that that we ran to was the examples of the Black Panther Party, Mm. and by doing so. It put us in this position where we had le- levels of equalization. You got a gun, I got a gun. Now you're gonna talk to me. Yeah, yeah. but
0: like the consequences of like a white person getting shot or a black person shot are, are vastly different. Yep. So it's right. not it's the it's not leveled, which is is just insane in itself.
2: Right. But what we but what the new Black Panther Party was able to start teaching the people was that. You have the right to bear arms. You have the right to protect yourself against racism. And see, that's you. what the
1: original Black Panthers sure. th- th- yeah. came out with until California changed, changed the, the laws yeah. where you couldn't have a carry the weapon, like t- in Texas. So,
2: yeah. yeah. And Texas being Texas, they're they, they going to fight tooth and nail with that. Because yeah. mm-hmm. in Texas, growing up in Texas, uh, as, as, as a, a young man in Texas... We basically decided what clothes we were going to wear with our weapon. That's how, we, that's mm-hmm. how, that's how it is in Texas, white or black. Mm-hmm. You match your outfit with your gun. Oh, right. <laughs> Texas is still that way and, and, and continues to stay that way. And mm-hmm. so that's the element that came out of that. Now, of course, the New Black Panther Party had other items or other programs on the agenda. But the stuff that obviously seems to create the sensationalism is always when you try to tie back People were in black berets with with, no. with guns, right. and that sensationalism is what caused it to sprout across the United States, as well as ultimately we ended up uh, working with a guy named Khalid Abdul Muhammad, who was the national spokesman of the of the Nation of Islam at the time. Uh-huh. And because of Khalid being who he is and his his ability to speak and 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 just make headways internationally, that. Brought the new Black Panther Party to a whole new level in terms of its exposure. Oh sure,
1: right. And then, and then I think uh, the, the the thing that was different is that I don't think that the new Black Panther Party uh, reaches across the aisle to to uh, have allies, oh, okay. like the original Black Panther. We was finding other people that was having other issues. So mm-hmm. that's the difference, the new Black Panther Party is not finna get involved with other groups. Okay. You with know, other, their... well,
2: other ethnic groups. Now that Now, we did form coalitions with the Brown Berets back, okay. in, back in the days, but we didn't, we strayed away from dealing with, with uh, white people for the most part, period. Oh. Because again, in Dallas, and in, and in Texas period, those are the things that you had racially divided lines. So, and then you also had more segregated communities. So why was the Brown Berets acceptable? Brown Berets was acceptable because they basically followed a lot of the same mentalities of being, you know, uh, oppressed by white people. Yeah, from they had some point.
1: of the same problems. And so the New Black Panther didn't look past that, whereas we looked past that as original Black sure. Panthers and actually seen that we've seen poor whites sitting up in the mountains with no running water no mm-hmm. toilet soup but being uh, uh exploited for their labor and sent off in those mines like a canary sure. and uh, th- they made them think that that was the best thing god could have give you was to uh dig for coal yeah. for the very rich you see and if you're undereducated and you don't know no better then you would go along with the exploitation.
0: I mean, that's what we're seeing right now, currently with the political administration. You know, right, the, right. The you got an
1: ignorant president yeah. right now, Donald Trump, that's that strokes all that. We're gonna bring back the coal mines so you poor little <laughs> ignorant people can yeah. have a job because those liberal Democrats they took your jobs away from you. Well, those were dirty, nasty jobs. That people that people could die from uh, with the black lungs yeah, yeah. and all that stuff, and so what they did with the, with the liberal element of the political spectrum, mm-hmm. they created jobs like solar and oh, stuff yeah. like that yeah. to help those people have better jobs. Yeah. But Donald Trump went all the way backwards and said we're gonna open the coal mines back up. Yeah, guess who gonna benefit from it? <laughs> Donald Trump yeah, and yeah. his people.
0: Yeah, the oil oil yeah. companies. So. Um, man, so like, c- can you, can, okay, so I, I understand the the new and then the original Black Panther Party, but what right. about like Black Lives Matter movement? Is that something that, like, how does that tie into the Black Panther Party? Black,
1: uh, the Black Lives Matter is a extension of the Black Panther Party. The difference is, is that they're not, from what I've seen, able to, uh, or refuse to pick up arms to defend themselves uh, but they have the youthful energy to execute what they're doing right now. Pushing so for voting and and yeah, and stuff they're like, yeah. they're actually an extension of us. They're a little more uh civil, I guess you might say, because it was different times. Yeah, different times yeah. back then. Police would actually put the dogs on us, beat us yeah. with sticks, hit us with the butt of a rifle like it wasn't nothing. We was easy prey for a minute.
0: So there was a, ju- a, for a, minute. a a justified reason for resulting to violence. Obviously, you have to fight the oppressor. So, right. so a lot of people now maybe have the privilege of not getting do- the dogs. Don't have to on. do it mm-hmm. like that.
1: Yeah, they can actually march and 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 let the world know what's going on. Didn't and the difference again is that the world sees what's right. going I mean, on. I mean, now with social killed media, killed that man. documented. They yeah. killed you that man it. right there on live TV. Or, right. TV yeah. where the whole world could see that these is some real assholes. Yeah, they don't value no black life at all, Then they just sit there until that man died, yeah. like strangling a a kitten or a dog sure. or something. You know that that's basically what they were doing, and the public was outraged. Sure, how dare them!
0: But it's crazy because I remember like growing up in, in during the Rodney King riots, like and, and, and you know obviously pre internet, like. When 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 those riots started, it was instantaneous. I remember just right. coming out of, of my friend's house, and it was like this this is going on right now, like People everywhere, fed up. everywhere. People was but fed the difference up. between then and now is I think there is unity or solidarity with other races. You know? Right, and back then it was a it was a bit more divided. It was
1: that he <laughs> must have did something, Johnny. Johnny, he had to uh, uh, resist arrest or something <laughs> yeah, like that. A lot of, so, now. T- t- we're not going to worry about that.
0: Yeah, re- regardless, now you, you yeah. see, you, you know, with George Floyd and, and countless other people, you see it happening. You see, I mean, he cried out for his mother for, like, yeah. who right. can't, like... Find empathy. I mean, people cannot find empathy in that, which is just fucked in itself. But, like, how can you really not find empathy in that? And now now they got
1: videos from the past that's popping up now all Mm -hmm. on social media that show the same thing happening to other folks that died in the early days calling for their mamas or grandmothers. It was a a Mexican guy that they did like that and he was calling for his nana. Yeah. You see. So, this stuff been out there. The difference is now you have these cell phones. That give you instant video that's La uploaded dee. to social media and go worldwide. So I am so thankful that the the, the capitalists with their little cell phones that they make money off of everybody <laughs> uh, was used against their asses. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: what? Okay. So then, like, again, like to to compare and contrast the two, the two times, like you know, you, back then you had um, Hoover and the FBI right. like infiltrating. Right. Real revolution.
1: They they controlled the narrative.
0: How do we know that's not happening now?
1: It is still happening now. 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 We have to be as educated as much as possible. You, nobody could afford to put their head in the sand no more. The shit is real and it's happening. It could happen to you, it could happen to me. As a senior citizen, I could walk out there and they surround me and knock me to the ground and bust my head like they did that 70 year old man that was just trying to talk to him.
0: Yeah. And, so, and then he was called Antifa and you know,
1: just yeah, like this Donald Trump called yeah, him that. Yeah. He called him that because he wanted to hurry up and jump on and change what had happened. He knew what happened. Yeah. And, and
2: on that, even on that same note, one of the things that we had found wind of or back in the day with the new Black Panther Party. And it was that the dealing with the joint terrorist task force that was funded through through FBI? They ended up actually using Dallas, Texas, as one of the the uh, the founding parameters for that, and their target was the New Black Panther yeah, Party. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I remember like kind of hearing about the New Black Panther Party mm-hmm. being a thing, and just thinking like, how is it gonna succeed? There's, I mean, the government is not gonna allow that to succeed.
1: Cause see, when you deal in truth then it's hard for them to really
0: defeat.
1: And with the eyes of the world on them right now, these people ain't telling them, the new Black Panther ain't telling them no more than what they already know, sure. that they doing some dog shit out there. And you got an organization that's willing to stand up and tell them that they're doing wrong to the people. And so they can't really do them like they did us back in the day when uh, America was really sleep and as long as it didn't affect my community, I'm not concerned about sure. it. Now it's starting to have a ripple effect in all communities because it could happen to you. Happen to me. Like I said, the man that they pushed down the other day, all the white folks was horrified. This is a white man. Yeah. And look yeah. at what the police did yeah. to him.
0: An elderly and, white man. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. elderly yeah. white yeah. man. Yeah. If they
1: disrespected
0: him, yeah.
1: It could happen to us.
0: I mean, the crazy. I mean, I don't. The craziest thing is to watch that guy fall and see blood come out and yeah. watch all the fans react and just be like, "Oh, I've gotta keep going," you know. Yeah. It's like, Dude, someone needs to just stop working at that point and uh, fucking help. A human and help being. him. Yeah. Regardless, but, even if he wasn't Tifa, help the guy. Right. He's about to die. Right. Right. You know but, know being accused and, as uh, an
2: instigator, as it was, it was staged. Yeah. Like, like he was, he did this intentionally. Yeah. You know, to be able to create. Uh, that, that, conspiracy, and and, and that's kind of where they get us now. On that same note, is that they try to tie everything into conspiracy in order to basically nullify it and make it appear as though that's it's what they do. It's, it's not real. So those are the tactics now. So the tactics and change as a result of social media. Sure. So what they do now, whereas back then they could isolate us and 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 try to you know come after us directly. Now they just use social media and try to inundate people with a lot of false information. False lies, yeah. right before and you don't eye. know what you do. You don't know what you are or not. Yeah. And, and they what, do that. They try to do that with the videos. Now that everybody knows the power of uh, being able to go in and manipulate footage, they even try to say that, "Hey, this is fake footage. Yeah, this is you know, you, you that's a whole thing like Trump would say with fake news." Oh, sure. So you know, they they try to discredit real real happenings and real agenda and real things by trying to tie it into somebody being a
0: conspiracy theorist. So so what about like now as far as like modern times where we're like you know essentially the Black Panther Party has the ability to to control its own narrative. You can put out your own videos and you can do whatever and you can reach people all over the world instantaneously. Right. Right. So, I mean,
2: But we're still up against the same the same misinformation going out and being spreaded and, and and being put out. And see the idea that from from that standpoint what you do is you find more um, a lot a majority of your time trying to undo uh. the myths instead of getting the real thing out there and mm-hmm. by the myths being out there first and foremost mm-hmm. that creates a perception and so now you spend your time trying to c- clean up your image and clean up your perception before you can even get your foot in the door in order to do the real work and mm-hmm. so that's where we find ourselves having to focus and- one of the flyers that we that I put out when we go to rallies is de- de- demystifying the myths of the of the Black Panther party. Mm-hmm. I hand out this flyer at mm-hmm. these at the protests and at the rallies because people see a panther and they have this perception. And so we one of our recruitment tools is demystifying the myths. They have a
0: perception that might be good and bad though, right? Yes. Ju- yeah. Okay. But the flyer addressed ha- both. Sure. The point the okay. point is
2: it, it talks about the myths and the mis- <clears throat> misinformation that's being put out there. And the ones that obviously support us, support us. So from that standpoint, again, all I'm saying is, going back to answer your question, is because it's so easy to inundate and flood social media with misinformation, as Panthers, we cannot keep up with people that on a payroll and with echelons and with and, and with algorithms that are able to duplicate and yeah. constantly flood misinformation. Yeah. I can't keep up with that. You sure. see what I mean? So it still takes and one of the negative aspects of social media is that you are able to sit back on your laptop your computer and see all kinds of things going on yeah. but mm-hmm. then it's different than having boots on the ground so that boots on the ground element is what we represent mm-hmm. in, in being able to actually talk to your neighbor versus reading about something on the internet from your neighbor instead of getting out of the neck and knocking on the door open the door and finding out oh that, those black people ain't all that bad <laughs> yeah. so the deal is the perception through social media is hard to defeat because it's constantly being permeated with misinformation. Mm-hmm. So when you actually make take the time to talk to a Black Panther, it's a whole lot different than what you thought because of this perceived, you know, mentality of the of of what a Panther is, even with the new Black Panther.
0: Sure. So, you, what do you think the the best way to, to attack that is? Like obviously, you said boots in the ground, but like you can reach more people through. Well, we
2: uh, we work with social media.
0: Yeah. I'm
2: just saying that the point is, is that we recognize the fact that that is a fight. That is a battle that we have to fight on social media, constantly dealing with our image, which is why Henry is so vigilant in making sure the legacy of the party is, 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 is is intact because... You people, you know, real history, real information, real agenda is often is often suppressed in terms of the the what the party stands for and what it does, Uh and and and, and continues to to do do this day. So the problem is is just it's so easy to inundate with misinformation. So yeah, we do have a, a Facebook page. We do get out there on social media. We do address it, but can we keep up with the pace of misinformation? Oh, no, you can't. Yeah. You we just
1: can't. pace ourselves. We pace ourselves with a consciousness that we're dealing with more than just ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, you know, like he said, measured when it comes down to implementing any actions by the San Diego original Black Panther Party because uh, the the people have to have a clean sense of what we're doing. and And, and our thing is that Whatever you do in your private life is in your private life at home. But when you're out there on the streets representing the party, you have a certain image, you have a certain way you act, a certain way you character yourself. Because people is looking up to you and they're depending on you to be an honest broker out there. Uh And so we want to make sure that that stay intact.
0: I mean even like going back to like your example of like going next door and talking to your neighbor in person I I think we've I mean as as humanity has like lost that that narrative like we we do a a result to Facebook and Instagram and Twitter instead of Mm -hmm. talking to people and as much as I think I would prefer to not be a cyborg it's the way of the future. So yeah. I mean, I feel like it is. I feel like maybe um, runaway train. <sighs> so yeah. we're we're out of <laughs>
2: we're out of touch with reality, and so what happens is virtual reality is replacing real reality. We as in like hum- human humanity humanity yeah humanity. Yeah. 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 And yeah. so that's what I'm saying. So from that Placing standpoint, it's super easy to create you know false information, and it's super easy to create an environment that that makes you want to exist in this virtual world because for instance going back to just something like facebook i can create me a facebook page that makes me look like a superhero it makes me look like this great and important and powerful Uh person but in reality i'm i'm i could be a deadbeat yeah and so (laughs) it's
1: true right
2: now okay and so you know, those are one of the issues and why people run to social media and Facebook because they can create their virtual image to be a lot greater than their real image. Sure, sure. So their internal self reflection, uh, they think low of themselves, but when they they can put on this costume in front of the world.
0: So I, I agree with that, and I and I'm not discrediting that or disproving that, but but okay. Um, I think that there's, like, what about, like, you know, the larger the larger narrative, like, of working with, like, organizations like Anonymous or, um, you know, they were, like, outing Klansmen on Facebook. Like, they were, that's, like, seemed, like, pretty um, progressive as far as, like, crushing elements of white supremacy. But, I mean, it obviously didn't work because the Klan still exists. But there's things that I think that maybe the Panther Party or um, other, act, like, Black, Ma- Black Lives Matter movement could, like, maybe sort of... Um, I don't know like not should but could a, 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 a address and 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 bring in as something because i mean man i, the, I looked but at what you
1: you're talking about as far as clanism just racism. reaching just reaching
0: more people you know i mean yeah like there's like this insane k-pop thing where they like they destroyed trump's rally with they bought all this they like right, that's out, some kids yeah and that's, that's awesome that new generation yeah. but like that's what every activist should like sort of take uh note of that and like do that kind of uh stuff we got a new
1: generation that's yeah. coming up just like this generation that's able to get the world's attention of what's going on black lives matter and all that and all we could do is support them because as a black panther party until we uh come of age for the 2020 and beyond with the new volunteers that's coming on and stuff like that. That's gonna be their task, is to be able to help change the, 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 the narrative of how the majority of Americans think, which now I'm starting to see that the minority Of America is still thinking backwards Mm -hmm. to racism because the to me the moral majority that stood up even I heard uh, what's the guy that got the radio thing the uh, the Christian thing seven hundred club Pat Oh, my God, he he uh, sold uh, Donald Trump a new butthole. <laughs> yeah, Donald and he supports the Republican Party. Yeah. But he told, he said Donald Trump need to shut his mouth. Yeah. You know, because the man just he like he got diarrhea. Yeah, sure. And Pat Robertson yeah. wasn't feeling that because it was something that he was saying about, I guess, the churches and people going to church without masks or something uh-huh. like that. But it really uh, messed him up. So the major, moral majority is starting to wake up to that we didn't put the wrong person in the office and that all these things that he's doing is tearing scabs off and sure. separating
0: the country. But I wonder if like we, that. But I wonder if we put the wrong person. In there, if we did it, we didn't. Do, I didn't put him in there, you know. Like, I didn't yeah. either. So that's, I mean, that's something to consider because it's not yeah. really a true democracy, you know. I no, mean, that's, that's a that's a huge issue. Yeah,
1: because he got in through the electoral college or whatever that was. Because the 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 popular vote, he didn't win. Yeah, so, so it's
0: almost like a, a, the opposite of like a microcosm. It's like you look at this bigger thing with the electoral college, people aren't stepping up and being like, oh, there's this, like where the cops are supposed to call out the other cops. Like no one's doing that shit right. with the politics, you know, or right. politicians. They're all in there for like their careers, you know? And that's what's, what you know, like no one was stepping up to Trump Except maybe Mitt Romney And that's like He's like one of the worst Republicans that exist And that was the only guy That had the balls To stand up George
1: Bush The Bushes stood up And all Which is
0: crazy too Because I I thought he was You know The worst Until until Yeah Yeah. Even if Ronald Reagan Was here Ronald Reagan (laughs) Would have said something You know Uh, Can you just Tell the listeners Like how to find you or what, what's up with like the Panther Party in San Diego specifically, but maybe a larger one for people that hear this, you know, outside of San Diego, just so they can like connect and- maybe-
1: Robert Wars is, uh, is the one that's in charge with uh, uh, handling uh, people that want to assist the party. Uh, we do have the Henry L. Wallace uh, Facebook page, as well as the San Diego original Black Panther Party. Uh, Facebook, so we're on Facebook as Henry L. Wallace, and San Diego Original Black Panther Party. There you can go in and see what's going on with the Black Panther Party, as well as if you want to donate towards the cause, uh, PayPal, Amazon Smile, uh, uh, eBay, uh, and there's our website. We do have a website, okay. so they could go there and see some of the old pictures, as well as if they, like I said, if they want to donate, if they want to know more about the Black Panther Party, if they want to become a member or a friend of Black Panther Party, I suggest that you go on Facebook Messenger and contact Robert War Williams, and he can uh, take you to where you need to go if you want to be a member or just a supporter. Okay. So he's in charge of all that. Yeah, and if you guys ever get a chance, check out Captain Morgan Lee and the Villager Corps.
0: Cool. That was episode 14 of the Colton Culture Podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We hope you check out all of our previous episodes. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Earthquaker Devices. You can check them out at earthquakerdevices.com. We'd also like to thank Robert War and Henry Wallace from the San Diego Black Panther Party. Uh, you can check them out on Facebook over at the San Diego Original Black Panther Party for community empowerment. You can also check out Henry Wallace who performs as Captain Morgan Lee over at the Coronado Ferry Landing and check out our other podcast episodes on 31G's Apple Podcast and 31 gs Soundcloud player as well. Oh,